Week six is a memory. Not a good one for Faison and I as we were dominating the picks. Terrible prediction, man. Terrible. But that's okay, because week seven is a new day, ladies and gentlemen. New week, new week. And uh, let's start by talking about some of these trades. We'll go back to our Ravens Nation here and go to Emmanuel. So, recently we just picked up Rams corner Marcus Peters and traded mm-hmm. for a fifth-round pick and linebacker Kenny Young. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that was, a, that was a great trade, great pickup by the Ravens because, A, we're down corners. Like, Jimmy Smith's out, Tavion Young's out till basically almost near, like, a full season. He's out for the whole season almost. And then Brandon Carr, not a bad corner. He's just he getting a little aged, you know. And Marcus Peters gives us some flexibility back there, you know. And we could change our defense a little up more because now we can at least play some nickel, uh, limit the amount of linebackers because our linebackers are really young and they're still learning. So, to me, that was a great trade, great pickup. And thank you, LA Rams. So, got another Raven fan, JP. How about your reaction? Uh, I'm happy. I like, I like what we did there because... As Emmanuel said, Brandon Carr, he's getting old. Maurice Can- C- Kennedy, I think that's his name, Kennedy, he's like, he's getting burnt off the line. He can't play nothing. Like, uh, that rookie, I don't know if he's a rookie on the Bengals. His name was Tate, last name Tate. He was just whooping our defense. Tate. Yeah, some, someone like that. But, like, he was just whooping our defense. And then I was when I saw that news that Marcus Peters came, I was happy because Kenny Young was a backup, but he was still doing good. But... We needed a secondary. Like, only guy on that secondary was just Marlon Humphrey doing everything. So, yeah. All right. So, when news broke, of course, I hopped on Twitter. Saw a lot of people saying Marcus Peters were, was kind of overrated. He wasn't playing good this season. JP, do you think Marcus Peters is overrated and he's not going to help the Baltimore Ravens? Uh, He has... 24 interceptions in seven years, I believe, in his career. He already has two interceptions. One is a pick six. I think he has three sacks, seven tackles in six games. Mm. I don't think he's overrated. How about you, Emmanuel? I don't think he's overrated. I just think maybe he's not. he doesn't like the way the Rams play. Because like, mm. with the Chiefs, don't get me wrong, with the Chiefs, he was a monster. Coming in first year, eight interceptions. Like, Billy tore up the league. So I don't think... He's a bad player. I just think he was just with a bad team. I believe he's a zone corner. That's why. Yeah. And they already said that he'll fit in the Ravens more than the Rams. And that that's going to help us a lot, especially against the Seahawks. Moving away from that, since Marcus Peters, the Rams found their new corner, Jalen Ramsey, for yeah. two first-round picks <laughs> and a fourth-rounder. What do y'all got to say about that? That's, so, that's a blockbuster. Too much. Too much. So, for the past two or three weeks, um, Jags owner, I think his name is Shad Khan, He's been saying Jalen Ramsey is not tradable. He's not He's not going to be traded. He's going to play all of these games. And then once the news broke, I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> like, that easy. So the Rams, man, they've been trading all of these p- picks. I think they, they don't have a pick until what, like, like three years, I think, three or four years. Yeah. They've, they've been trading all of these picks. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but maybe when – like I, I haven't seen a team. I haven't seen a team who hasn't like invested in their future quite like the Rams. Well, that's exactly my point because if you look at the history of the NFL, anytime you see a team trade multiple number one picks, hmm. Herschel Walker, which built the 
that Dallas was Dynasty. Only, that was the only one that worked, though. <laughs> well, no, I was saying that it, it built the Dallas Dynasty because they were able to get those picks uh, to trade Herschel Walker to the, the Vikings, which destroyed the Vikings for many years. Uh, same thing happened, of course, with the Redskins and RG3. Uh, you know, I think the Ravens was a very sound, low-risk proposition that will improve their defense immediately. Ramsey's high risk, okay, because he's a volatile character. And, and as great of a player as he is and as gifted as he is, he's going to shake up the locker room a little bit. And I do think this is a good boost for him, though. Yeah, you got to Jacksonville, man. You play on a team that doesn't have a quarterback for how many years. I mean, you can understand his frustration. At the same time, you very rarely see a team that trades away multiple number one picks winning that trade. It doesn't happen often. However, in this case, he's being plugged and played into a team much like Micah Fitzpatrick with the Steelers. You know, you plug this guy in, the entire face of their defense changes now. And I really wish we had played the Rams before this week. But at least uh, at least both of our teams still have to play him, so it's a draw, you know. All right, well, let's uh, we're running out of time, guys. So let's get into the games here, and uh, we'll let our gurus lead off. Uh, Manuel and uh, Jap who took the. Uh, JP and, and Emmanuel took the uh, took the reins last week in in, in dominating the uh, pick sports. So Faison and I are going to be real quiet till they go, and then we'll then we'll weigh in. So first game, which I think is game of the week, Ravens at Seattle. Oh yeah, Seahawks about four points. Can't wait Total for this score one. is fifty and a half points. Whoa. So for me, I went double. I went minus plus. I think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think either offense is going to be stopped. But the only thing I feel like is whichever team gets the pass rush first. Whoever gets the pass rush first will win the game. And that's where I fear. In my head, in the back of my head, I fear that Seattle's going to take it. Because they have, they have better pass rushers than us. They have Frank Clark, Jadavion Klein. Those are some hella pass rushers. Bobby Wagner can go to the QB, too. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, he can also cover, too. I mean, he can, he's so, crazy. That's, that's a huge issue right there. But I'm not saying my Ravens are out. Don't get me wrong. They're yeah. not out. But, again, it's going to come down to, like, the last few minutes, the last quarter of the game. All right, so you're waffling, but uh, what's your score? Um, waffling? <laughs> I'm going my Ravens. I'm going Ravens 20, 20. No, not 20, 20. 30, 32-30. Hmm. Fair enough. JP? I got minus plus. I believe it will be time of possession game. It's going to be a shootout, but it's just Pete Carroll. He knows how to hold the ball long, too. Russell Wilson is just amazing right now. But only reason why they're good. But, the, but they're, they're favored by four. And I believe, I believe we'll win by a field goal. I think the Ravens got this 33-30 last-minute field goal. Justin Tucker wins us the game again. Just like he called last week. So this has been a tough game for me because – Man, I really don't know. I feel like these teams, call me crazy, but I feel like these teams are equal in some ways. But, man, it's at Seattle. Russell Wilson is playing out of his mind. I feel like Seattle is going to take this. Um, I, don't get me wrong. This is going to be a close game. This is not going to be a blow on any means. I mean, I mean, it might be, but <laughs> considering my predictions. But I feel like Seattle is going to take this. Um, I'm going to say no field goals. I'm going to say 35-28. All right, I'm going to be in an interesting spot here. I'm, I'm taking the under on this game because I feel like this is going to be a defensive game more than we think. Seattle's really banged up on the O-line. You know, they're out three of their first, uh, their starting five linemen. 
Uh, Disley out for the year with the Achilles injury last week. So Wilson's got a depleted set of weapons. It's going to take him some time to get involved in. But the way he's played this year, I don't know how you can pick against him in this game. I like Seattle 20-18. to 18, So I'm going to take minus-minus mm, wow. minus in this one. I think it's going to be a close game. But I do think even in losing, I think the Ravens will prove that their defense has improved significantly right away just with one acquisition. Uh, because as you talked about it, both of you guys discussed, it allows for a lot more flexibility and coverage. Uh, and I do think they're going to play a good game. It's going to be the best game of the, of the week by far. Right, so... We're down about six and a half. So next up... Eagles and Cowboys now. The At Dallas, Cowboys, of course, was off three in a row. Eagles... Um, did they win last week? They've lost the last two games. Last right? two games. They lost mm-hmm. to the Vikings last week. So, JB, who you got? Cowboys are favored by three. Total score is 45 and a half. Mm. And they played the Eagles? Yeah. At Dallas. I got Eagles. And the uh, over and under is what? 45 and a half. I got, I got minus plus. I think, this, I don't think Deshaun Jackson will play this week. But I believe this is their bounce back game. And I, in, in press conference, Doug Peterson was like, we're going to come in and we're going to win and we're going to leave. He didn't even say we might. He said we will win and we're going to go back to Philly. So I think they're confident, and I believe they'll pull, they'll pull out a W. Um, yeah, you may know. I'm going to go opposite of you and say that the Cowboys are going to come out and blow out the Not blow out the Eagles, but at least put double digits up. Mm-hmm. Differential, point differential. Mm-hmm. Again, Cowboys lost, lost three in a row. Remember, they gave the Jets their first win. So they're hungry. They're hungry for whoever's next on that plate. They're hungry. So I don't... I mean, yes, losing Amari Cooper, that, that's a big loss. That's a big loss, yes. But I trust I trust that he's going to have his weapons. Zeke can run the ball. I trust that Michael Gallup's going to step up. You better. I trust that Jason Wynn is going to be his safety blanket. And that defense, oh, my God, that defense, I trust that Cowboys defense. So, um, I'm going to go the Eagles. I just feel like the Cowboys right now, they just look lost. Losing three in a row is bad. I just feel like they're a lost team. So I'm going to go Eagles. And I'm going to go 24-21. I feel like the Eagles are going to win by a field goal. I feel like I think his name is Jake Elliott. I think he's going to win there at the buzzer. Okay. Uh, I got to take Philadelphia here. I just think when you're matching up the coaches, uh, you got to go Peterson every time. I, mean, I think last week was an issue of just talent in the secondary was depleted for the Eagles, and the Vikings took advantage of it. I give them credit for that. Uh, I was definitely wrong on that pick last week. But uh, I'm pretty confident this week. Uh, I look at that matchup, and Jason Garrett, I, I just don't trust him to be able to put a game plan together consistently week in and week out. Uh, and also that Dallas defense, as good as it is, it showed its, its warts last week, got beat deep a couple of times, uh, definitely took the Jets lightly. They won't take the Eagles lightly because they both need this game badly, but I'm going with Peterson. I think he's the better coach, and I'm going to say this is going to be a double plus for me. I like the Eagles to win by 10 mm. and a high-scoring game. Last one. We got four less than four right. minutes, guys. Last one. All right, we're going Saints at Bears. Ooh, Bears are favored by four. At Chicago, it's thirty-nine and a half. So here, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater is hot, and he's proven to himself. Even if he doesn't stay with the Saints, he's proven to himself he could be a starting quarterback, and he'll find a job. So I'm taking. And again, so I don't trust. I don't trust the Bears. I mean, I, I get they'll be hungry since they lost to the Raiders, but I just don't. 
like coaching wise, I trust Sean Payton more than Matt Nagy. No doubt. So I'm gonna take double plus. So is listen, it's at Soldier Field. Call me crazy, but I'm gonna i I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Bears. Um I feel like of course picking with Trubisky is always <laughs> risky to say the least. Well, he's but, gonna, he's gonna be in a sling, right? He's gonna play in a sling. <laughs> but, wow. Um I just feel like this Bears defense, I haven't seen a defense this good in a long time. And yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Chicago. Um I feel like it's gonna be a low scoring game. I'm gonna say twenty one seventeen. Okay. I got I got the Bears. It's in their stadium. I think this is where Teddy Bridgewater stops. <laughs> Just stops. <laughs> Khalil Mack is gonna hurt him. He's gonna he's gonna go off. And they're gonna they're gonna beat the they're gonna beat they're gonna beat the Saints. And it's gonna be a low scoring game, but I still got plus I still got plus plus. The Bills favored by four and uh, over and under I got plus. Go Bills. <laughs> I, I just I can never pick a team with Mitch Trubisky a quarterback unless they're playing somebody horrendous. And I, that too. I like 13-9 Saints. 13-9. Defensive battle, which is all these games have been. And Peyton's proved his worth in these kind of games uh, this year. You can see without Breeze at the helm. Mr. Uh, Yardage, but 500 playoff quarterback Breeze. All right, let's wrap it up, guys. We got less than a minute and a half here. So last game will be Monday night. My Patriots taking on the Jets. All right, just give a score. Go round round robin score. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty one twenty one. Us. I feel like, yeah, thirty one twenty one. I feel like we're gonna win. And New England, of course, where they haven't lost in what four years in the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. Manuel. Mm, I'm taking an upset. I think maybe the Jets can win this. Ooh. I'm saying Ooh. I'm saying I'm, I'm not saying they can't win, but I'm hey. saying seventeen twenty Jets. Emmanuel's always Ooh. good Emmanuel's always good with these predictions. Ooh. So. All right, I Jet, what do you got? Correct, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I got Jets. Twenty to twenty eight. They're gonna have a, a late touchdown. Woo. Late, t- late touchdown. And then I I think they'll go. Yeah, I, I got the Jets. Well, we'll definitely have something to talk about next week, fellas. I am taking the Patriots' offense to break out of their slump. 33-10 New England nah. breaks out of their slump Sunday night. Thanks, uh, to everybody. Monday night. Monday night, excuse me. Thanks, to everybody. Mm-hmm. Short one this week, but we'll be back with a full-length one next week. Thank you, guys. And uh, it's good that we have a lot of different picks, so we'll have a lot to talk some trash about next week. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank you.